This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, July 30th, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. Neocons celebrate the national goal, the national purpose, a larger-than-yourself ideal tied to a strong central government. Big government is fine for these conservatives, so long as it is used to promote America's greatness at home and abroad. So when Hillary Clinton, already a supporter of an expansive government, laments the lack of national purpose for the United States, Cato Institute President Ed Crane asks if Hillary herself is a neocon. There's plenty about neocons, he says, to suggest that Senator Clinton should feel perfectly at home among them. Well, neoconservatism has uh, always been very strongly in favor of a a big government. I mean, the self-proclaimed godfather of neoconservatism is Irving Kristol. And he had an article some time back in his son's magazine, The Weekly Standard, in which he berated Barry Goldwater and F.A. Hayek and praised to the sky uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt and said that neocons embrace uh, big government. So it is a philosophy uh, that has always uh, uh, been consistent with, with what Hillary Clinton is talking about, national goals. And national purpose... This is not new for neocons, certainly, but has this created a rift for conservatives? I hope it's created a rift. There needs to be uh, an element of the conservative movement that takes seriously the idea of a limited government. And uh, right now, there doesn't seem to be much leadership in that area. Are neocons generally loath to admit that they are so similar in their outlook as Hillary Clinton? Uh, I don't know that they are loath to admit that. They, the views of Hillary Clinton, which uh, include uh, using the federal government for anything that she thinks is a good idea, uh, are totally consistent with the neocons. They may disagree on some particular, but I mean, she has talked about uh, having the federal government fund videos on baby care that would be in hospital rooms and post offices and where people gather, uh, which is, you know, Orwellian. Uh, And then David Brooks of the New York Times, a leading intellectual among the neocons, has called for the federal government uh, to get involved with stressed out families and to bring economists and religious activists and psychologists together in a room to figure out how the government can make life easier for stressed out families. And as I said in an op-ed in the Financial Times, I mean, this is the same government that took three days to figure out that uh, Katrina had created a bit of a problem in New Orleans. I mean, the naivete with which the, uh, the Clinton camp and the neocon camp approach uh, the value of, uh, of federal intervention is just astounding. We need a return to the kind of Barry Goldwater kind of free market conservatism uh, that respects the Tenth Amendment, uh, which makes it clear that the federal government has very limited power and that governance in this country occurs at the state and local level. And, you know, I'm not talking about atomistic individualism here, because when this was a young nation, Alexis de Tocqueville came over and, uh, and was astounded at the thousands and thousands of associations and how Americans like to cooperate. And he, and he juxtaposed that against what happened in France, where he had come from, uh, where intermediary institutions were all but absent and that the, all power was in the central government. So he saw 
uh, the dangers of having national goals. Ed Crane is president of the Cato Institute. His op-ed inquiring about Hillary Clinton's neocon credentials appeared in the Financial Times July 11th. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. Send any comments to cbrown at cato.org. You may also make a donation at our website, cato.org.